I am Matthew Thomas with Super Cool Radio, back with another interview. My guest this time recently released a hard-hitting ballad dripping with classic rock vibes entitled Treasure. Please welcome the awesome Madison Hatter. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing really good. It's like 90 degrees where I'm at, so I'm enjoying the windows down yes. the music today. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I much prefer it being hot out than cold. I live in New Jersey, so we get snow and ice and all that stuff, and I just can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm so excited for the summer. I live in Indiana. I totally feel you about, like, it, it's hard to stay warm, but it's so much easier to cool down. Yeah, I think so. And it just like the wind, like when it's a cold wind blowing at you and it's like seven in the morning and the coffee hasn't kicked in yet. And it kind of, it's like one of those like winds that like knocks your breath out. For me, that's like, I'm canceling the entire day. I'm not gonna leave my house. I can't do it. <laughs> I feel you. I think uh, 2020, like the winter tw uh, 2020 was the, uh, February, I think. The actual temperature here was negative 25. Oh, wow. Oh, so like I'm a baby in comparison. That's <laughs> nuts. How do you, negative 25, like Fahrenheit? How do you, yeah. how do you live? Like, what do you do? <laughs> uh, lots of layers, hot chocolate. And I worked that day too. Like I worked, uh, I was a mechanic at that time too. And yeah, it was not, not fun. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, I'm glad it's 90 there now. That's much improvement. <laughs> All right, so let's kick this interview off with a fun question, Madison. What music have you been listening to this week? Um, I always listen to my music on shuffle, and I always make sure to get like my favorites in there, like ACDC, Aerosmith, Hailstorm. But this week, um, have you heard of Aaron Jones? That sounds familiar. He's an incredible rock artist, and he just released a full-length album, um, actually on Friday, I think it was, and he had been, like, dripping out singles over the past few months, and uh, he just, his sound is insane. It's, like, this blend of hard rock and blues, but there's some grunge in there, too. He's out of Seattle. There's, like, a bite to it. It's really, like, nothing I've heard before, and the whole album is awesome. So I've been blasting that. I'm definitely gonna check that out. I do like you have that. To check him out. He's so good. He's so good. Um, the songs I really like of his are Take Me Away. That was the first single he released. And then I'm really digging Supercharged off of his full album. It's like epic. So good. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. I'm always looking for new music to check out. So I'm definitely gonna give that a listen. Yes. Cool. Yeah, this week I've been listening to, I don't know if you know, the Allie Venable, really good uh, blues guitarist out of Texas. Oh, cool. Yeah, I just saw her live uh, Saturday, and like she's, she did a very good uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan cover. It was very impressive. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. 
Okay, so I have some homework too. Yeah, we all do. Hey, music is awesome because we always get to share it with people too. Yes, sure. Right, so I'm talking with Madison Hatter. I mean, uh, so doing some research on you, uh, so you started out in Broadway. So how did you make the decision to become, you know, rock and roller? It wasn't really a decision. So I grew up doing theater and auditioning, doing commercials, like always going in and out of the city, you know, auditioning, hoping to get a part. And I was lucky enough to be on Broadway for a few years as a kid, and I loved it. Um, but I think that there was a point in high school when I started listening to rock music, where I like first discovered rock music and like Janis Joplin, Bob Dylan, Jimi Hendrix, Aerosmith. Aerosmith was really like the pinnacle for me where all of a sudden I was like, what is this? Um, but there was like this spirit of rebellion in it that I really connected with at the time where like I had always been auditioning, trying to like fit into a part. But rock music spoke to me in a different way. There was a freedom in it where I could just express myself. Like Alanis Morissette too, that was another one that was like a big like, what is, what is this? There's like rage and happiness and sadness and just self-expression. I really identified with that. Um, so then I started making my own music and it was cool because I didn't have to wait for somebody to like cast me in a role. I could just, you know, I wanted to perform so I could make my own way of doing that and release my own music. I still love theater. And honestly, I feel like it's like the pendulum swings. I'd love to get back into theater one of these days. And I think there's a lot of crossover between uh, not just rock music, but any like pop music, anything that you're performing on stage, there's obviously crossover with theater. Um, and I think there's a theatricality to my music too. So um, definitely, I love both. You know, definitely like, um, you know, just music in general, it's, it's uh, it allows you to be like your own self. You, as you said, you don't have to be cast at a party, you don't have to audition, it is just you. Yeah, for sure. And I would encourage anybody listening to, if they wanna perform, you don't have to wait for somebody to pick you for a part. You should just either like write your own thing or sing your own thing. However, you know, you can get out there um, I encourage you to do it because it's so much fun and it's it's awesome to just be able to make something and then like release it, share it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like, then um, you know, kind of similar with me. Like, I, um, I I didn't have any like real formal education to become you know in the radio and a podcast and all that. I just started doing it just That's for amazing. fun. Yeah, and look, you have your own show. You have all these awesome people coming on and. Thank you again for having me. I'm not saying I'm awesome, but thank you for having me with all the other awesome people that you have. And um, yeah, it's, and especially with like social media and just the internet today, there's so many different platforms and ways that you can get your own content out there. Um, when you're a musician, you know, you have Spotify, you have, I, I was able to self submit to like iTunes and post my own videos on YouTube. It's like, it's the access is there. The trick though, I think now, since so many people are doing that is figuring out how you can get the eyes and ears of other people. Cause there's so many people that are doing it nowadays. You know, it's not like the seventies where like you would have to be signed to a label and then every radio station is going to play your stuff. Everybody knows who you are, you know? 
Yeah, that's what I talk to a lot of like independent uh, bands, and that's kind of that's the big thing they tell me is that you don't you don't need a record label per se. You mm -hmm. have so many outlets that you have the whole internet, you have the whole world you can yeah. connect with. Yeah, and that's awesome. You just have to figure out how to how to use it and how to get uh, how to get people to hear it. Yeah, for sure. And definitely, um, you know, I'm, I'm studying social media classes to improve my social media. There's, there's oh, nice. so many, yeah, there's like so many, you know, tips and tricks and, you know, they always change up like the algorithms on Facebook. So, you know, when that happens. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they say, oh, this is working too well. Let's, let's change it and not tell anyone. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's, it's a game. It's a fun game. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes. It's a fun game. <laughs> yes, for well, sure. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, I, I found out, and I have a podcast channel on Anchor too, and like, I found out like 30% of my American uh, listeners are from Washington State. I was like, wow, I didn't that's even know. Cool. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of random, but I'm, I'm glad I have yeah. an audience over there. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like too, it's like once one person kind of like discovers your show or your music, you know, they'll tell a friend and then they'll, so then it's kind of like, there's like clumps all over. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. It definitely. Uh, once it starts spreading though, it doesn't, it doesn't stop. Like once like someone tells another person, it just, it just keeps going. And it's, it's always awesome when that happens, especially if it's organically too. Yeah, definitely. All right, so a big reason I want to talk to you is you released a brand new track entitled Treasure. It was released on Friday, May 21st, and that features Mule Kick, which is a New York City rock supergroup co uh, comprised of Rob Furrier, Rob Bailey, Brett Bass, and Rob Flores. Um, so how, how was it writing and recording Treasure and uh, working with Mule Kick? Um the song, like the process of writing the song was awesome. Um, I love working with Mule Kick. The guys in the band um, are all friends of mine. And I, I look up to them so much. They all have their own projects going on and uh, different like touring schedules and um, their own thing, you know. Um, I, I first hooked up with Mule Kick a few years ago. Um, whenever the guys are all in the city, they have like jams and performances and they always have uh, guest singers come up and they invited me up to do a couple tunes with them and I've been doing that with them over the years I've gone up and sung with them a bunch I've had that opportunity and I've learned so much from them so when it came time to um to write and record new music I obviously wanted them to be a part of it because I learned so much from them but also because they're friends of mine and they're awesome and uh I really like Treasure. I have been dying to release it and so happy that, you know, we're at a point where it's out in the world as we were talking about earlier. Um, it's a song, there's like a lot of emotion to it, uh, kind of takes you on a bit of a journey and it's different than a lot of the other stuff that I've released in the past. Um, I'm really proud of it and the guys from Mule Kick were awesome to work with and contributed a lot to the, to the song and, yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's definitely um, as I kind of described uh, uh, in, in my intro. With you know, it's, it's a hard-hitting ballad, but it also has that classic rock. It has like um, just that edge to it as well. Yeah, yeah, that was important to me to to be true to you know what I listen to, and uh, that obviously like comes through in my writing and having a full band having 
the awesomest guys um, playing on it with me was really, really special. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so you had uh, Rob Bailey, he uh, he mastered it, uh, produced and mastered uh, Treasure. He produced and he mixed it. And mixed then it, yeah. um, Tom Durak, who I actually have not met in person, we mastered it during uh, the pandemic, but he, he mastered it. And then Frank Ferrer, uh, Rob Bailey, Brett Bass and Rob Clores uh, played on this track too. And three of them actually played on um, another track that I released a couple months ago, Wild and Strange. That was Rob, Brett, Frank, and then another guy who's not on this one, Tyler Bryant. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, def I, I definitely want to talk about uh, Wild and Strange. Uh, definitely coming up. But yeah, I, I, cool. I made a great song. That was actually the first song you sent me, and I was like, it, it's a hard hitting hard rock song. Yeah, there's a lot of like aggressiveness in it, which I enjoyed immensely. Well, I just want to finish uh, wrapping up talking about Treasure real quick. So okay. for anyone who has not listened to it, what can they expect musically and lyrically? Um, well, I think you said it pretty well. You know, it's hard hitting. There's definitely classic rock elements to it. Um, I don't want to give too much away about what it means to me personally. It's a very personal song. So um, I think somebody listening to it for the first time can expect to connect with it in their own way that might not necessarily be how somebody else connects with it. So I kind of want to leave that like open. Um, but yeah, it's definitely personal, definitely emotional, um, but also like just a song that reminds me of summer where like, especially when like the guitar solo comes in, I just imagine like driving on the open road and just like blasting the music. It's for a road trip. Yes, definitely. It's definitely road trip music, especially once you get that guitar, guitar solo in there, because definitely uh, it's a very well done uh, guitar solo. It fits the whole like mood and the aesthetic of the song perfectly. Yeah, that was Rob Bailey too. Yeah, definitely. Just, again, a super talented uh, super group of guys you had the opportunity to work with with Mule Kid. Definitely. Uh, really cool. Sounds like very cool uh, guys to work with, definitely. Awesome. Yeah, they're, they're really cool. And thank and, you. And, uh, I, I, I've listened to Treasure on obviously YouTube channels on all the streaming platforms, and I can definitely tell like it's uh, you really hear the emotions as you said, like in your voice especially throughout mm -hmm. the whole song. Thank you. And uh, so if anyone has to check that out, please definitely check it out YouTube, Spotify, all the streaming platforms is currently out now, so definitely check it out. And now we briefly uh, talked about Wild and Strange. I want to talk about it more in depth now because as as I said. Uh, the first song you sent me, and, and as you also said, it features Tyler uh, Bryant, Frank Ferrier, Rob Bailey, and Brent Bass. Uh, again, great musicians who are with, super talented. And it has that, it definitely, that's like, a, as I said, it's a true hard rocker. As you mm -hmm. said, aggressive, has uh, another different uh, edge. I, I, say that, I said that for Treasure, but it has like a different uh, edge to it as well with how aggressive uh, sure. it sounds. Yeah, that it was important to me to really. So that song was the first song that I've released since having my son. The last original song I released was back in like 2017. So um, I really wanted to like come back in, like kicking the door down, like really aggressive, angsty, because that's also how I was feeling, you know? Like I was so excited to be releasing new music and writing new music. And, uh, 
uh, that vibe was just, you know, that was in me and it was like waiting to claw itself out. So it definitely came through in the lyrics and, uh, and also the visuals that, that music video, you can kind of tell that I, I filmed that one during the pandemic because I'm just like feral at that point. Like, <laughs> this for like a year, it's like, <laughs> so that was really fun to, to shoot that video and to record that song. I had a lot of fun with that one. You definitely uh, reintroduced yourself and kicked down the door with Wild and Strange. Like, you came out swinging again. Yes. That, that I needed to do that. Oh, and swinging too. I'm like super into Muay Thai right now too. I started uh, doing Muay Thai after I had my son and uh, he's going to be four in July. So I've been doing it for almost four years now. I love it. It's like a great like mental focus exercise. Great way to kind of like turn my brain off and just like you know, get it all out. And especially like to music and the kind of music we listen to in the class is very um, edgy, aggressive, angsty. So, you know, that kind of like translated to the song as well. Yeah, that's really awesome. Definitely. Um, I, haven't done, I haven't done yoga in a while because I've been like, super busy trying to run everything. But like yoga is my way to like turn my brain off. I shut my phone off. Like that's just, you got to disconnect from everything for, you know, oh, half hour, hour, whatever, however long. You need that. Yeah, it's important. Yoga's great too. I always, I try to, so I'll go to a yoga class and it'll be amazing and I'll feel so refreshed after and I'll make a mental note that I have to start doing this regularly. And then fast forward like seven months later, I'll take like another yoga class and like the cycle just repeats. Yeah, I was doing it every other day for a long time. Like during the pandemic, I was doing it every day because that's like, awesome. I, mean, I can't go anywhere, so I got you know right. the yoga DVD. So I'll you know do it at home. Yeah, and yeah. That that was like that's got that got me through twenty twenty. It's just like I, I need to that's take awesome. a break and do some yoga. Yeah, that's something this past year has really like highlighted certain certain things that you need. You know, it kind of like comes out like I think working out is important not just for like I'm working out but like for your mind it's so important and then like for me going to concerts having music be a part of my life you know all of that and I'm so excited for concerts to come back hopefully see well I've seen a lot of uh announcements so hopefully you know everything will come to fruition pretty soon yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, concerts, uh, mostly for the fall, like October, November, for like, mm -hmm. actually like uh, across the U.S. tours, like actual major tours. Yeah. So I'm hoping to, hoping it uh, comes back and stays, doesn't just, you know, yeah. stuff close down again and, you know, we're all home again. But yeah. I, hope, uh, I definitely think we've made some great steps since, you know, the end of 2020, beginning of 2021. Uh, I think there's definitely a lot of great steps being taken. For sure. Yeah. I've seen a lot of announcements for 2022 as well, which is trippy because it, it's that feels so far away, but I guess it's not. And, you know, just have to like plan in advance. <laughs> yeah. At least it gives you more time to plan and obviously save up money. <laughs> yeah. All of those things. There's going to be a lot of concerts, a lot of catching up to do for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, uh, if there's any like concerts that are remotely close to me that I want to go to, it's like I'm just gonna go because like yeah. I had no concerts for the longest time. Like I'll I'll, I'll drive an hour. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I have no problem with that. <laughs> totally, totally. So yeah, for sure. I definitely I think st things are starting to open up more, and we're definitely getting a lot of shows like um, 
I think, like, in this moment, and Blackfield Brides announced their co-headlining That would be awesome. That would be so cool. It, and they got a show, like, an hour away from me, and it's in October. I'm like, you know what? It's a Friday in October. I'm not working. I'm known. <laughs> Is In This Moment one of your favorite bands? It's actually um, it's actually Raven Black and Dead, the supporting band, so I like, actually. I, I mean, I like In This Moment, too, but yeah. uh, I, I had the opportunity to interview Raven Black, so I definitely, like, I wanted to. Wow, nice. That's awesome. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I want to catch that, too. I love In This Moment. They're one of my favorite bands, I would say. I like the the metal with the rock but also like dare i say there's like pop because the stuff's like oh, yeah. so catchy that's one of my like favorite bands to work out to actually um because there's like that aggression but it's also like i feel like like almost like britney on crack like i feel like i feel yeah, like you could really rock and in this moment tune and she's so powerful on stage uh maria brink she's just you know so amazing you know um yeah not taking anything away from it, i i really enjoy in this moment as well i actually i saw them with rob zombie and corn like six years ago now yeah uh so yeah i want to see them live again i know they um they're definitely uh, i think there's a little bit of shift with their latest music i think it's definitely um it's still it's still aggressive but i think she's um her vocal, like, she doesn't scream as much, I think. In the, in the right, later. yeah. I really liked um, the album. I think it was their latest album, Roots. Or what's, I, I don't know what uh, the name of the actual album is, but whatever. I have a cool thing and I listen to it all the time. But the one that Roots is on. Oh, love it. oh Mother. No, yes. that's the other album. There's oh, it's so, the other one? They have so many albums. Ritual, though. I think it was Ritual. Yes, it was Ritual. You're okay, right. there we go. I love that one. And that one came out right around when I had my son and i started doing muay thai so i'm like driving to muay thai and like blasting that and just getting into the like warrior like bleh, like mindset and then the other one mother came out after that I think it was last year or this year i don't remember it was recently yeah oh right because then that would be what they're touring yeah out. i think it was last year end of last year i think yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I listen to all my music on shuffle. So even if I'm listening to like an artist, I'll like shuffle it up. So it's all different albums playing at the same time and total chaos, but in a great way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, definitely. I, I listened to uh, Just Drive by In This Moment. I was running on the treadmill and I haven't listened to In This Moment in a while. It just came up on my iPod and I was like, man, that's it, uh, hard hitting. Yeah, for sure. Perfect <laughs> yeah. thing to listen to when you're working out. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I was listening to, you know, worked out yesterday. I listened to Slipknot because, like, that is like perfect working out yeah. music. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing in this moment again because uh, they, uh, I think they were like a 30 minute set when they were with Corn and Rob Zombie, obviously because Corn oh, and Rob Zombie okay. had like an hour plus set each. So, yeah. Yeah, the la when I saw them, it was like 2015 or 16, and it was like a whole production. Like, talk about theatricality. It was like there was choreography and like backup people. It was insane, and it was it was like a full set. It was awesome. That definitely definitely sounds like yeah. They had the uh, the background dancers too for my show, but that was pretty much it. There wasn't very much uh, uh, theatrics. Even though I think uh, Maria did a few costume changes, that was pretty yeah. much about it. Cool. All right, so um, I want to talk. So obviously, you're talking about live music, and 
I want to talk about something uh, that you did in May of 2019, so about almost about two years ago at the Whiskey A Go Go. Yeah. You had the opportunity to support Lead of Four, the legendary Lead of Four at the Whiskey A Go Go, legendary venue. How was it? It was everything you would expect. Like it was just epic. It was amazing. It, I love performing at the Whiskey. Um, I've been able to perform there a bunch of times and it's just such an iconic venue. There's so much history there. And it's just so inspiring to to be there, um, to like soak up those vibes. And then Lita Ford is a legend. I look up to her so much. Um, and it, it was just an honor to be able to, to open for her. And that was also like the first show um, after having my son, you can sense a theme here. So <laughs> that that whole thing was so special to me. I was, uh, you know, building up to that, like working back towards being able to to do full out performances, and um, it was awesome. Some of my uh, friends flew out from uh, from the East Coast because Whiskey Go goes out in LA for those of you who are listening that don't know. And I live in New Jersey. So like I flew out for the show. Um, Rob Bailey th uh, flew out for the show to play. And Frank Ferrer, who plays drums on the songs, he was out in LA. So he got to play that too, which was great. Um, wow. And seeing friends and just, you know, being back at the venue, I see a lot of familiar faces there when I play there. And it was, it was epic. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it. it's. Uh, you have a few uh, live videos on your YouTube as well. I do. I encourage everyone to check it out. I really enjoyed. Uh, you cover "Touch Too Much" by ACDC. I really enjoyed it. Love that song. <laughs> because it, it also like it's a hard rocker, but also it has a little bit of that pop because it's also very catchy yeah. as well. Totally, that's the kind of music that I always gravitate to, and I love ACDC. ACDC is one of my favorite bands. Um, I love their deep tracks. Like I keep finding. I try when I. When I get really into a band, I try to like stretch out the surprises. So I won't listen to every single song that they've done immediately. I try to like savor and I'll listen to like an album and get like super into that. And then I'll go to the next one. And it's like discovering new music, even though it was released like decades ago. So I love the deep tracks of ACDC for sure. Um, and all the guys in the band really like ACDC too. So that was a treat for us to do live. It definitely looks like, obviously, you had, you had so much fun. You could definitely tell that in the video. You had so much fun doing it, and you did a, you did a killer cover of it, too. Like, it was Thank really you. Cool. Thanks. I had a lot of fun with that. That was, like, the most important thing to me. It was, like, just to, you know, be back on stage and have fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, so did you get to meet Lita Ford? I actually didn't. I met um, a bunch of the people in her band, but... So I do like a lot of my own, like I do my own promotion and my own manager, all of that. So um, after my set, I actually like ran up um, to the balcony of Whiskey A Go Go because that's where they always do like the merch booths. And I ran my own merch booth and I was meeting people um, that had just seen my set and who wanted to, to buy merch. So I didn't go backstage after my set. Otherwise, I'm sure I would have met her. Um, but I mean, I've heard she's an amazing person and so nice and it, it was awesome to be playing the same night as her hopefully one day i'll meet her that would be that would be a dream come true that would be amazing oh yeah for sure i hope i hope there's more shows with, you know you and lita performing because i know it'll be absolutely like awesome 
for you know both of you guys. So that would be so cool. Yeah. Uh, so, but um, so how do you prepare for a live show? Um, there's a few things that go into it. I don't really like tour because I'm a mom. Um, and I, I usually do like one and done kind of things. I always approach, um, my shows as if I'm like training for something, you know, like my, my shows are really high energy. The music calls for it. And I guess like the theater background kind of comes out as well. Like I love dancing around and just letting like the spirit of the music dictate in the moment what I should be doing. So I definitely make sure that I'm physically ready to do that. Cause um, if my emotion all of a sudden is calling for me to like jump up and down or like spin around, I don't want to feel limited because singing and moving around is like, if you haven't tried it, it's very difficult to, to be able to do both at the same time. You really have to make sure you're, you know, prepared to do that. So I always do that. And then I sing every day um, just because I love it. Like I don't, I don't really sit down and put time aside to sing. I'll just sing in the car or like while I'm cooking or something like that. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, do those things. Yeah, definitely performing on stage really doesn't really matter if you're like just playing guitar, singing or in like theater. It is definitely, it's a workout. Like you have to definitely yeah. be prepared and in shape for it. Totally. Yeah. And in shape, meaning like you're just able to to breathe like a regular person when you're like doing something that's totally not normal. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Um, it's a good, good way to put it. Yeah, definitely uh, being able to do that and uh, act like it's no sweat. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, some, some of the videos are on YouTube, as I said, definitely check it out. It's uh, It was a lot of fun, even just me watching, not even like having to be there. It was still a lot of fun for me to actually watch it. That well. means a lot. Thank you. And the, one of the reasons why that means a lot is because I actually figured out Final Cut Pro on my own and edited those videos together during the pandemic, kind of like earlier during the pandemic. So the show was in 2019 and I had that footage and I was planning on doing something with it at some point, but I didn't know what. And I was sitting in my house during the pandemic. I was just like, oh, I want to like perform live. I want to see a concert. Wait, I have this footage. Let me see if I can like figure out how to do this. And it definitely like you can feel the energy with any um, any live show that you're watching like online, which is one of the reasons why I love YouTube so much to, to watch concert footage. Um, so that was that was one of my pandemic projects and it was a lot of fun to do. Yeah, I recently started doing, um, uh, starting uh, video editing and stuff and oh. it's definitely, it's different. Uh, but once you get the hang of it, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty easy to understand, but it's definitely different. But I like making uh, elaborate title scenes now. I figure out how to do that. And I was like, I'm putting this in every video now because it's just That's hard. Cool. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a fun thing to do, and it's cool to be able to know how to do at least like the basics on your own. Yeah, for, I, I like to keep everything in house because that way it's obviously one cheaper, and two, I do everything the way I want it. I don't have to like try to describe it. It's just like I want it like this. I can do it like this. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. But I also noticed like with 2020 and like into 2021 uh, that like bands are releasing like either live footage or live albums. Mm -hmm. uh, because obviously they can't, you know, some of them can't even tour right now. So it's nice to at least that there's some live music. I know like LA Guns are going to be releasing a live album coming up, I think June or July, I forget when. But that, that's going to be awesome. Uh, my friend's Reality Suite, uh, I was also out in New Jersey. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. 
I, um, I, I do know Reality Suite. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I'm actually I'm doing a live interview and performance with them, and, and I'm like I'm super nervous, oh, but I'm like cool. super excited at the same time. So awesome! They just came out with I follow them on social media. They just came out with like vinyl, which is awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, they got a, I think yeah, June 12th in uh, Eastern P uh, Pennsylvania. They have the a vinyl release party and a perform live in person performance. Nice. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I like their music. I so a couple years ago, I had a magazine column in New Jersey. It was a New Jersey entertainment magazine, and they sent me some of their stuff. I was like, oh, I love this. And same thing that we've been talking about, where it's like rock, but there's like a pop element to it. It's catchy. All their stuff is really catchy. I remember that. And uh, yeah, they're awesome. That's cool. Oh, Oh yeah, definitely. Like super, super nice to work with. Super nice to talk to. But uh, so folks, on you uh, again, I'm talking with Madison Hatter. So some of you actually, you actually brought to my attention. Uh, you that I checked out, you released uh, an acoustic Aerosmith cover of Nobody's Fault last uh, December of last year. Uh, how was it filming the music video? Because it looked, it looked like a lot of fun, but also very foggy. <laughs> Yeah, so that video was kind of a happy accident. I actually released the song without a music video back in like 2017. And I had wanted something really special and unique for the music video, but I couldn't really think of like what to do that would just be different than what I had done before that would suit like the song. And we were actually doing the shoot for Wild and Strange and we were driving in between locations um, and we were driving past, and I say we, me and Brandon Ripley, who is basically Sleepless Pictures. Um, and he's the one that shot all of the stuff for Wild and Strange and edited it and directed. Um, he's awesome. Sleepless, Sleepless Pictures is amazing. Um, they've done a few of my music videos. So we're driving past this field with the fog. And he was like, we should just like shoot some b-roll for this and it could work maybe for nobody's fault because we were like trying to put together a music video for that too but the stuff just wasn't really like working um so i'm like okay let's like we like turned the caravan around and like went parked and it was just like the most intense fog i'd ever seen we shot it in december in new jersey so it's supposed to be cold but it was like this unseasonably warm weekend. So all this fog was just like, it was so crazy. Um, so we shot it and we did, we just did it like a couple times and we were watching it back. We're like, this looks so insane. And then we kind of like sat on it. We're like, okay, like doing just like no edits, just doing a one shot thing. Like that wasn't our intention. But when we looked at the footage back, it's like, we don't even know like, where should we cut and like with what like there's nothing else that could beat this for the specific song so it turned into a one-shot music video for the whole thing in this field with fog totally an accident not planned at all <laughs> that's really cool though just a completely impromptu music video that you weren't even planning to make a music video just using footage and it turned well, out we wanted to we wanted to make a music video for that and we were hoping to kind of do that alongside the wild and strange one but like the stuff that we had carved out time for, it just like, we tried shooting it after we did like the, the field and the fog thing. And it was just like mid take, we just kind of looked at each other. We're like, this isn't better than the other thing. Like there's no point in doing this or even trying. The other thing that we weren't planning on doing was perfect. 
and knowing that's like that's a hundred percent like natural just uh fog that wasn't any kind of like stage you know props oh, no. yeah, no. <laughs> that actually that's really cool thanks yeah it was like it, it felt like almost like an out-of-body experience doing it because like going back to my whole like theater background like i was just really like performing the song and it was like in the most perfect element that it could have been for that for that song like the 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 lyrics and everything it just like lined up kind of perfectly it was really it was weird <laughs> it, it sounds very surreal uh, yeah it felt very surreal yeah well actually one thing i wanted to ask like how'd you get the fog like that but i don't have to ask right it was, yeah no how it was <laughs> That's awesome. That's really cool, especially uh, just, you know, impromptu. We're just going to try it, and uh, I'm, I'm glad it worked out. It looks amazing. Thank uh, you. So definitely that is on also on YouTube, so definitely check that out. And you can, you can look at how cool that fog is. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't think I've ever seen fog like that. Yeah. So I fog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, uh, shout out to Mother Nature for that. Exactly. Totally. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for chatting with Madison Hatter. Uh, if anyone hasn't checked out, please check her out. Stream support. Give her a like on all the social media platforms. Had a great time chatting with you, Madison. I do have one more thing before I let you go. So we're already May, almost the, almost the end of May now. Uh, what can we expect for the rest of you, for the rest of the year from you? Um, I can't believe it's already like almost halfway through the year. That's nuts. Um, we're working on a couple more songs and hoping to release those. Um, I kind of like the whole releasing singles as opposed to an EP thing, because it really gives me the opportunity to focus on each song um, and do like videos for each song. So we have three more songs that we're in the midst of recording, like different stages of it. And then um, I'll release those, do music videos for those. And I'd love to do some live shows. I kind of want the dust to settle for a second just to see what's up with like all these announcements and tours and stuff going on. I'd love to do a couple shows on the East Coast and I'd love to get back to LA and perform at Whiskey Go-Go. It just, and you know, it depends, depends on so many things that are out of my control. So I'm, yeah. I'm eager to get back. We just have to see what's happening. Uh, um Definitely look forward to the more music you have in the works. Definitely, everyone check out Wild and Strange. Check out Treasure. It's really great rock music that has an edge to it as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. If there are any shows that I'm somewhere near, I'm definitely going to check you out because I know it's going to be around. Yeah, for sure. Let me know if you're if you're around. I, I definitely will. I've always uh, my goal is to meet every person I've interviewed, and I'm definitely uh, I'm gonna it's going to happen at some point. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Of course, great conversation. And again, please check out stream support. Give a like to Madison Hatter. Check out all the great stuff on YouTube and all the stream platforms. Thank you for being on Super Cool Radio. Thank you. For Madison Hatter, I'm Matthew Thomas. Thank you for watching.